Hey guys, this podcast is raw, unfiltered, unedited, exactly from my brain of everything that I've been doing since the last seven years on Fiverr. I started in 2013 and I've been building up my profile ever since. Uh, And I want to walk you guys through the inception to where I got to today making $12,000 plus Uh, And I've actually made clients that have then generated income well beyond that $12,000 figure. So this is all part-time work. I work maybe a couple hours in the evening per week, uh, a little bit on the weekends. And I still have my day job and I work, you know, the 9 to 5, 40 to 50 hours a week at my normal job. And then I have a little bit of a side income. But that side income is so powerful that it allows me to expand different areas of my life in ways that I never thought and imagined when I first started this. So there's a lot of really amazing things that can happen when you focus on a side business, when you do, uh, when you follow your passion, you can really change everything about your life in positive ways. And this podcast is all about Fiverr, but it's also about success psychology. It's about selling and how do you market yourself effectively in any platform. It could be Fiverr, it could be Upwork, it could be uh, your own website. There's certain things that you got to do in order to, to position yourself in the marketplace competitively, but also how do you attract the people that you really want to attract? You know, it's great to have customers, but if you're miserable in what you're doing, then the business is not a success. We want to have customers that are so blown away with the work that you're doing that you're just rewarded for the act itself, regardless of how much money you make. So when you start off in business online, freelancing your services, make sure it's an industry that you're passionate about that you would do for free, regardless of how much people pay you. If you're passionate organically about what you're doing, it's going to shine through in the work that you do and it's going to really change the quality of your work so your customers are going to be that much more impressed by everything that you're doing. So start off by thinking about what market you're passionate about. For me, it started off with drawing. In fact, Fiverr was an experiment for me to actually get a little bit extra practice in doing portraits. I loved to draw when I was a kid. I drew and painted and I did a mural in my high school. I'd done so many different drawings and and finally I said, well, I want to learn how to make some money online. So I joined Fiverr in 2013 selling portraits of people's photos. So what I would do is I'd take a photograph and I would draw, basically do a copy, but you know, with a paper, pencil, or charcoal. And I started selling those for five bucks. I would spend two to three hours doing these portraits, putting my heart and soul into each piece so that it was beyond perfection. And what I learned through the process, and I almost stumbled on this principle by accident, but when you over-deliver like that, you get what's called a rave review. This is the holy grail of setting up your business online. You want authentic, real reviews from people that socially validate the work that you're doing. Once you can get those rave reviews and people are going to be blown away by your work, they're going to be excited and trusting to actually take a chance and order from you. Uh, I parlayed my work with portraits into writing and I did a couple articles online for people and then I took that article and art and I combined it into web design. And again, I had no experience in web design whatsoever about five years ago. I decided to start my own website. So I went on Wix, 
uh, and I went on Squarespace and there's a couple other platforms at the time that were competing with each other and I just tested out the platform. I tried to learn how to use it. I did a couple of tutorials and finally I got so proficient that I was I had a few websites that I did just for fun for myself and the first I, I I'll never forget the first person that wanted a website. I charged them 20 bucks. I worked for 10 hours on their website and they were blown away. Again, by this time I had 15 to 20 rave reviews on my profile. I was I was getting Fiverr's algorithm to be sending traffic automatically to me and it just kept on ramping up from there. So I know this is just a really brief introduction, and I don't want to go too long on this podcast, especially since this is, this is the very first episode, but I just want to say there's so many principles, and I'll go over them in every single episode in detail of what it takes to really succeed online in freelancing or any other endeavor. If you're an entrepreneur or in business right now, and you're looking for some seed capital, what better way than on the merits of your own ideas and creation Go on on Fiverr, you can consult, you can find a niche that really matches. Maybe you have a great voice, maybe uh, you're an excellent writer, maybe you're, you have an artistic, an artistic background, an ability to draw or, or visualize things in a, in a graphic sort of way. Then go on Fiverr, set up a profile. It's so easy to get started. If you don't care much for Fiverr, go on Upwork. There's other platforms that are out there and start to follow your passion. If you just put in the first two principles in this episode, you'll automatically see results. This is what worked for me, and I've actually consulted with dozens of other people. I've given the same strategy to them, and they've actually been super successful uh, to, to their disbelief because I don't think they believed in themselves when they started. But by following the strategy, it, it works. Uh, it's human psychology. It is principles of marketing. It's it's basic principles of selling. And if you combine all these features, you have a strategy that will bring you success. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, be sure to follow this podcast. I'm going to be broadcasting a weekly. Right now I'm thinking either Thursday or Friday in the evening. Uh, just monitor your email. Subscribe. Make sure you're notified for the subscription because I don't want you guys to miss this information. It's going to be life-changing. Thank you so much, and have a great week. Hey, everybody. I'm looking here at my Fiverr earnings dashboard, and what I see is about $4,000 available for withdrawal, another $1,000 pending, and this is in a matter of maybe a month or two of work. So we've cleared about about $5,000 in two months. And that's pretty darn good. I'm spending a few hours a day, maybe one hour a day maximum, and maybe one or two hours on the weekends, uh, depending on the task, and bringing in so much revenue from this platform. It's unbelievable. And all of that to say that the rewards that are available for the right marketplace are phenomenal if you have the right strategy. Now let's talk a little bit of what that strategy is. Now if you listen to the first episode, you heard about rave reviews and just getting started offering maximum amount of quality for minimum amount of price. You want to land a couple of, even if it's in within your own network and it's not naturally 
or algorithm-based traffic that's coming into you, to your uh, gig and your profile, at least get something out there so that you can have that social validation and really strengthen your profile. As soon as people see really positive reviews, and not just really positive, but rave reviews, you've over-delivered, they're going to be more likely to purchase from you. But that's not in and of itself everything that's required. So I want to spend today's episode talking about some other things that you guys can work on and develop and improve that are going to really have the most impact. The first thing is look at your profile picture. Don't have some shady picture of yourself with uh, in the dark, maybe looking like super out of touch uh, with whatever thing that you're actually trying to sell. You want to be professional looking, smiling, approachable. Don't have a negative grimace or sour face and expression, dark picture or, or, or just a picture that's totally random and has nothing to do with you as a brand and a person. If you don't like to put yourself on there, then maybe turn yourself into a cartoon character. Something, get, Purchase a gig from someone else that can then turn you into a cartoon or caricature of yourself. You, you need to be approachable right from the picture because people are going to look at the picture and then they're going to make a judgment of whether they want to work with you or not. So... Think about how you look on the outside. And, of course, there's the saying, never judge a book by its cover. In this case, you want to make sure your cover is really good because book sales will increase based on the title alone. So that brings me to the next point, the title. The title of your gig needs to be very specific to the keywords that you think someone will look up to find you. Let me say that again in a different way. If I'm looking for somebody to write a book for me, what am I going to type into Fiverr search engine to find people that can do that? I may browse the category and look through all of the different search functions and features that are built into the site, but more than likely, I'll just click in the search bar and I'll type in write my ebook for me or ghostwrite my ebook. Okay, right there, ebook, ghostwriter, ghostwrite. Those are phrases or keywords and combinations of keywords, long chain and short chain, that people are going to be looking up to find you. So make sure that you've thought about what someone's going to look for in the title and make sure that phrase and or sequence of phrases, sequence of words rather, is there in the title of your gig. Very important. Then there's tags and there's descriptions and there's all sorts of other things that you can do that are going to help increase the probability someone will find you. But remember, someone, the probability of a purchase is going to happen when you match exactly the solution someone's looking for. I'll give you another example. Recently, I was looking for a voiceover to assist with another podcast that I'm doing with my stepbrother. And... The voiceover, I was looking not just for someone doing a voiceover. I could have found 100 people doing a voiceover, but there was only maybe 10 or 15, a handful of them that were doing a voiceover and digital editing of that voiceover in a cool, in a cool DJ sort of uh, fun and exciting and vibrant with background music and, and really technical editing to it as well. Okay, 
am I going to go with the voiceover and then try to find someone else to do the music and the mixing and the editing? Or someone else had it packaged in their gig exactly everything I was looking for. I jumped straight to that person that had all the details that I needed. Because the probability and my probability of purchasing from them went way through the roof because it was an exact solution to what I was looking for. So always think about what problem are you solving? How can you solve it better than others? Or can you niche down into something very specific that not very many other people are doing so you're not in a crowded marketplace to begin with? For instance, when I do web design, another example, I don't just have a website that I design. I actually include SEO. I include content research. I include graphics. I include writing stuff because I know how to write. So graphics, writing, SEO, business consulting, marketing. I start packaging in all of these features. In reality, people are just looking for design, but when they see all these other benefits, I have something that no one else is able to provide or nobody else is thinking to provide. And it's attracting more business to me versus someone else because people don't have the time to go in 20 different sources or the financial resources to try to buy it from everybody. They want it managed and all encompassing if possible. If they have the money and they can do it, that's the most efficient approach. Value creation is the final thing I'll leave you with today. Anything that you endeavor to do, make sure it's the highest quality possible. The biggest error I see people make is they offer a service and there's a bunch of errors in it. They turn in something that has grammar and spelling errors. They don't do a complete job. They say, here's your product, and they leave it at that. You have to be willing to go the extra mile to make sure your quality is perfect. If you can come up with maybe an internal QC process that you do, quality control or quality assurance, some way of making sure that you've reviewed one, two, or three times whatever you're about to deliver, I find myself, even when I type emails, making a whole bunch of mistakes. And if I don't read it a second time and make those corrections, again, it comes across unprofessional and like you don't really care about the product. If people can see a quality delivery with very few mistakes, or, or if you find a mistake, you correct it right away, they're going to be so much more impressed, and that's going to lead again to that rave review. So just a couple thoughts for today. Think about them. Think about how you would implement them, and m most importantly, take some action today so you can start to make that money online. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast follow, come back, check it out. You know, I, I hope that this content is valuable. That's my number one goal is to make sure that you guys have the tools. Anybody that listens to this podcast will be ready and have a competitive advantage over the competition in Fiverr. Thanks. What's up, everybody? Daniel here, back again. This time we're going to be looking at some insane secrets of freelancing online. If you've never set up a Fiverr profile or an Upwork profile or any other popular freelancing website uh, gigs or services, then you owe it to yourself to go right now, this very second, set yourself up a profile. I'm not affiliated with any of these companies, but I've used them for over five to seven years now in creating drawings, creating websites, consulting, 
writing content. I've done so many things online and I've been so successful and I'm just really excited to share these principles with you. So I want to talk about the mindset of an entrepreneur. When you're setting off to work for yourself, you need to have a customer service mindset. This means that every single interaction you have with your potential customers, I use this metaphor all the time. Think of yourself like the concierge at a five-star Swiss hotel. The customer comes in, you're dressed in a three-piece suit, you got your tie on, you're smiling, you're cordial, you're going to do anything that that customer needs, you're going to help him find the restaurant, you're going to help him find any location in the, in the area, you're going to give him amenities if he needs it. You need to be the customer service supreme. The number one thing I see people mess up all the time is number one, they think that the customer owes them something. This is going to so quickly turn sour. If you think that you're better than the customer or you're disrespectful to the customer or the worst thing out of anything is if you make your customer do so much work just so you could do your job, that is not customer service. This is a mistake I see all the time. These, these freelancers that expect the customer to bend over backwards to give them everything they need. They hammer the customer with questions. And this is going to create such a bad relationship right from the beginning. If you have a service, you need to define that service very well in your offering. Be flexible, but don't ask so many questions that the customer is sweating by the end of this thing, uh, fretting that you're doing the job that they hired you to do in the first place. You're not going to get very far by following this type of principle. So that's why I encourage everybody to have that mindset of the Swiss concierge. It's, it's a great analogy. It's one that I use all the time. So now that we have customer service down, then you have to be a salesman. You need to be selling and upselling, but you don't want to, you don't want the customer to feel like they're being robbed by you. Don't, don't penny pinch on little changes that they have to make. If they say redo this page or add another page, don't say, well, is that going to be extra? Can I get extra for the other page? No. You're not going to get extra for the other page. The customer is going to say, well, I'm, not, I'm feeling cheated here. You know, I paid you already 50 bucks or 100 bucks, whatever it is for the service. If you start doing the little nickel and dime scenario, you're going to develop really poor customer relationship with that customer. And they're not going to leave you the rave review. When you're starting off, you need 50 to 100 rave reviews. My own profile, I have over 100 rave reviews, people that give me five star with outstanding comments back on my profile because of that customer service mindset and also because I don't let that person, I don't let the customer do too much work. I try to take care of everything. I ask the right questions intelligently once. If you lack understanding or you lack the ability to discuss and communicate with your customer, then you need to work on those skills. You need to either improve your English, improve your comprehension skills, uh, develop your skills in, in understanding or maybe reframe your gig so that it's much simpler and you define exactly what you do in that gig. And if they want something that's radically different from what you do, then you defer them back to the gig. You try to lead them back to what you're trying to sell them. So customer service, you know, trying to help the customer in any way possible all of these things are part of the success principles that are help you succeed in freelancing. Now, this is from over seven years of doing this, learning what works, what doesn't work, and also experiencing how other freelancers deal with me 
And I've seen the gaps and I've seen the holes in how to communicate. Communication is very important. The gig itself, when you set up your gig, it has to be motivational, has to motivate somebody to buy. How do you motivate someone to buy is you offer them something that will really solve whatever problem that they have. If somebody has a problem, like let's say I need to write a note. This is the whole, sell me a pencil. How do you sell a pencil? Well, you give somebody a piece of paper. When you fulfill a need that they have exactly, they're going to want to buy from you. If you're the only person that's selling that in town, if you're the only game in town, people are going to come to you only. Here's a good analogy. Artificial intelligence. All right. Programming for artificial intelligence. That's a very refined skill. Not many people can actually code or have been part of projects that do artificial intelligence. Well, all of a sudden, you're niched into this very secular, very specific marketplace where you're selling AI programming, and that's what you can do. That's your expertise. That's your skill. There's not many people that can do it effectively. And if I'm looking to hire an AI programmer and you have the skill set, well, the, the limited marketplace, if you come up to me and there's so there's very few people to choose from and you can do that skill, then you are going to get my business. I'm going to buy from you. Same thing with web design. If you do specific athletic site web design, you have all of the assets, you have all of the content pre-written. You have you have customized marketing copy because you've worked in that industry for the last 5 years. Wow. Now you're niching yourself into an exact service that the person that's looking to build an athlete athletic website, if they see that you have exactly those skills that match what they're looking for, probability goes skyrocketing that they're going to buy from you. So I know this is a lot of stuff and it's condensed really quick. I'm actually right now building a new course that I'm going to host on Udemy and a couple other websites. I'm going to put it on Cubamo, which is Cubamo.com, the new platform called Edimo. And there's a whole bunch of other things that I'm going to be building, but I'm building the freelance web design course master class this course is going to teach you guys the fundamentals from workshops on how to write the title how do you put pick the picture for your profile how do you come up with the idea of what to sell if you don't have one already how do you refine what you're selling already and i'm packaging this into the comprehensive course i started filming a couple days ago i'm going to be working on this over the next couple weeks i've already hired a team of editors that are going to edit the videos and i'm just excited because uh, it's going to teach you guys ex- the essential skills. We're going to build off of what we're talking about for free in this podcast. And I'm going to keep on giving you guys free content in this podcast for the next couple of months or years or however long this this takes to help build the principles that are going to help you succeed in the marketplace. Why am I doing this? Because I've seen so many people that, that lack the knowledge because either they don't have the knowledge, they haven't spent the time studying it, but I'm trying to save people a lot of effort and a lot of wasted time, as well as improve the marketplaces. Because if you sell a better product and you deal with people better in these marketplaces, well, guess what? The marketplaces are going to continue to grow. People are going to continue to spend their business on freelancing. And as a community, we can encourage the economy, the gig economy to really take off. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Definitely like, subscribe. Please share this if you can with your network. You know, I appreciate everybody that shares, everybody that comments. If you want to reach out to me, um, check out my DK Web Design Studio YouTube page. You can also go to my Udemy course, which is just go to Udemy. 
type in Wix web design and you'll see my course there and you can follow me there. So guys, thanks so much. Hope you have a great week and look forward to next week's podcast. Hey everybody, Daniel here back again for another awesome episode. Today I'm talking about all things freelancing. I work on Fiverr, but I work on other platforms as well. And I make money by doing things that I love on the side. And it's pretty awesome because I have all this free time that I can do things that I'm passionate about. And then the rest of the time, I can focus on my day job. I can do everything else that I want. And it really enhances the level of enjoyment that I have from life and all the things that I get into expand my capabilities, expand my skill sets, and really is an awesome thing to be part of. So I wanted to create this podcast because I want to inspire people to step outside of their comfort zones. Maybe they have a day job and they really are trying to figure out how to really stake out by yourself online, not needing a company, not needing an organization or government behind you, but really to do it on your own. And what are the elements that lead to a successful endeavor online? I've been doing this for the last seven years, uh, been studying entrepreneurship and business for much longer than that. I have a library of a thousand business books, so I've been taking and integrating all these different ideas, techniques, and knowledge to really come down to a formula. What's the recipe for success online? And I can boil it down to a few key elements, and that's what I want to talk about today is what is the recipe of success? The recipe for success really calls for a couple of things. Number one, it has to it has to start with some type of product or service that you're bringing to the marketplace that's valuable to other people. Some There's problems that people face, and every problem is unique to an individual. You can summarize it on a niche marketing level and say, well, all the people in this marketplace are looking for this problem. But when it really comes down to it, there's an individual that's within that market segment with a specific need and problem. They might have certain skills and there's variability between their skill sets and their understanding or maybe there's extreme variability between the individual needs within a certain niche. So finding out what those specific segment levels are down to the individual will increase the probability that you're selling successfully online. If somebody needs somebody that has video editing skills, blog writing skills, and great customer service, those are the three elements they're looking for. Well, if you show that you have value in those three areas, you're all of a sudden the highest probability person of being selected for a certain job or service or gig. So the individual is the key to starting a business. So know who your customer and find that customer before you even get started. Know that there's a marketplace and that they, they want something that you have or you could potentially give them. The next thing is the skill and quality that you possess. The skill is going to drive the value of your product. The better you are at something or the more education, the more knowledge you've accumulated, the more years of experience in perfecting a certain craft, the more valuable you are. So instead of charging $5 for a logo design, if you have let's say 15 years of experience and you're super talented because you've developed, not just because you're talented, but also you've developed that skill set to such a high degree that you can execute highly detailed, highly uh, well-executed logos, you're all of a sudden much more valuable in the marketplace and you can command much higher rates. 
not to say that if you don't have a lot of skill in something, you can't command decent rates for whatever you're servicing, whatever you're providing. But if you're not skilled in something, your value is going to go way down. And the expectation in the marketplace, you're not going to exceed the expectation. Exceeding expectation is rule number three, is not only just having the skill and meeting the demand of the person, or the customer, but also being able to deliver an over-deliver value on everything that you're bringing to market. So those are the three key elements. The next part is all in strategies. How do you execute getting known? How do you approach people? How do you find find people that are looking for your service and approach them. Well, there's boards where people are requesting services. You can join those boards. You also have to develop, I think, what I like to call a brand image for yourself and a presence. You need to have a presence online. You can even have one offline. You, know, you put, put flyers up or you can go talk to people in your network uh, physically. But if you have an online brand, you have a website, you have a blog, you have a YouTube channel, and you're posting stuff, you have to have that drive, that entrepreneurial drive and mindset that you are the expert and you're going to lead that field by promoting everything that has to do with the best practices of design. If you're a logo creator or if you're a web designer, you know, you have to have that D well, in my case, I have DK web design studio on YouTube. I have also, I'm working on a brand new concept, which I'm really excited to be launching soon called, um, freelance. It's called What's it called? I'm excited to launch it. I don't even know what it's called. Um, well, it's, it's brand new. I'm not going to tell you guys the name yet, but it's a freelancing service that's going to help promote skill sets, the things that you need to know, and it's going to break down each piece of the process to empower people to make money on the side, to do the side hustle, do the side gig, and really make a difference with your online business. I'm breaking down the skills needed, the strategies that I exactly execute into videos, into blog posts, into online ebooks. It's going to be the all-inclusive resource, and I'm practicing while I preach here. So think about your niche and become that microcosm of everything that has to do with that niche. That's going to attract people. It's going to attract new clients. It's going to show that you're dedicated and you're skilled in that profession. So I hope that the different elements are starting to make sense. And throughout these videos, if you favorite this podcast or like it, thank you guys so much for doing that. But you're going to gain from that every time you listen and, and absorb new pieces and nuggets of information. Those insights are going to help transform your business and the way that you interact with customers. That's going to lead ultimately to profit, to success, and to fulfillment. Thank you guys so much, and I'll talk to you in the next podcast. Hey everybody, Daniel here from Fiverr Freelance Secrets and I'm going to be giving you today my entire formula wrapped into a really insanely fast episode. So I'm going to teach you everything that's in my mind in the next 10 minutes. All right, this is how I was able to create over $25,000 working on freelancing on Fiverr, on my own, creating my own clients building my websites, building websites for other clients. I've done this so many times that it's ingrained in my psyche and I know the exact formula. Here is the recipe. Are you guys ready? All right, the recipe is really freaking simple. Just start working on your passion. What are you excited about right now? Tap into that excitement because 
honestly, that's where everything comes from. It stems from being excited and passionate about what you're doing. And I can't stress enough, enough, don't trust people that tell you to just do it for the business or the money or find the most profitable niche. That's not what creates beauty and light in this world. It's when we follow our gifts, the things that God gave us that we're talented in, that's when we really start to connect with people and we start to make a difference. Value comes from intention. Having the right intentions to begin with will create the value naturally. It just flows from it. If you want, if you're amazing at drawing or amazing at writing, then tap into that skill and that talent and give your gift to the world. Don't try to find something for something else. Don't make it a transaction. Make it you giving to others and you will get back. You see, there's something called the law of every action has an equal and opposite reaction. It's one of the Newtonian laws of physics. And it's it's a very appropriate to create that mental picture of what happens when we when we give of ourselves, we receive if we're open to receiving. So there's a couple of things that you have to do in order to give, and that's to really find the thing that draws inspiration to you. What's, what does your intuition tell you is bringing you inspiration? You tap into that area of energy, that frequency of energy that's within you, then you're going to start to receive everything back in the world, proportionate to the amount that you give. When I do a website, I put my energy, my life, my soul into that website not for a transaction to someone else. I couldn't care less if they pay me $3 for the website. I love the website and I'm doing it because I'm cr giving my gift of creation to the world. And what you get back when you do that is insanely phenomenal results, but it's not about the results. So lose your mind, detach from your mind any understanding of a transaction. It's not a business. It's not, I'm here to make money. It's I'm here to give my gift to the world and make a difference. Think about the person that you're reaching and what you're giving to that person, their soul, their existence. You're, you're generating and giving something phenomenal to them. The more you can tap into that mindset, the more you guys are going to see success. And success is, you don't have to wait for success. You don't have to wait to be successful and happy. You have to be happy now. Again, I love this image of the squirrel running around the field and if you have the acorn and you want to give that acorn to the squirrel if you approach the squirrel with the acorn it's going to run away from you but if you sit back and you have the intention of giving that squirrel the acorn and you open up your hand and you're quiet the acorn the squirrel will come up to you and grab that acorn you have to think about freelancing and business from the same light of the squirrel and the acorn you have to sit with what you have to give to the world and be gleeful, be intentional about it. Open up your, your heart to other people in what you do. Bring that emotion and that energy and that joy and passion to your communication, to your transaction. If you bring light, you will receive light. If you bring darkness and fear and, and lack of abundance, you're, that's exactly what you're going to get back. The world is a mirror of our internal intentions and desires. So mirror the right intention and the right desire and the world will give back to you. And I know this is kind of spiritual sounding, but it's so important to have be at the core of your work. I see so many people that I transaction with 
in freelancing that they have that dis- desperation about them. They they don't believe in themselves. They don't think that they're giving something of value. And if, if you don't think you're giving something of value, then you're not aligned with yourself and it's going to come through in your communication and the work that you do. The quality is going to suffer. And, and, you know, the last thing I want you guys to do is suffer in quality and suffer in your work. I want you guys to be successful at this. So to be successful, you have to have the mindset of success. The mindset of success is one of gratitude. It's one that you release all those blocks, all those negative blocks that might be impacting you. And you really tap into your creational side, the joy and the devotion, the love of your work. That's your creative energy. That's your creative soul. All right, I'm going to get off the pedestal here and let's get tactical. So tactics only work proportionate to your mindset. The right tactic is to create value in the work that you're doing. It's to advertise your work with compelling titles. What is a compelling title? A compelling title means that you think from the perspective of the person you're trying to reach. The person has a need. If I'm selling a sign, a graphic sign to somebody, maybe that's what I do. I do graphic signs. Well, what is a graphic sign person looking for? They're looking for impact. They're looking for visually stunning and aesthetic looking pieces of work. They want skill. They want variety. They want originality. Well, how do you communicate that you can deliver that? People have to trust that you're going to deliver what you say you're going to deliver. The best way that I know how is to tap into something called showing instead of telling. Don't tell somebody that you're going to give them incredible work. Show them what you've done already. This requires a portfolio. So if you're starting out and you have nothing behind you, then start off with getting that portfolio together. Start doing one or two free works. The best thing you can do if you have no reviews on your Fiverr profile or any other freelance profile is to solicit that first review. Pound the streets. I guarantee if you have a skill and someone else has a need and you say, I want to give you something for free so I can build my portfolio, this is on the house. I'm going to deliver it to you in two days. Take it or leave it when I'm done, but I want to give you something for free and I love your honest feedback of what I'm giving you. And I'd love for you to comment and then maybe if you like what I'm doing, please refer me or get me to do something for hire at a very great rate. Almost nothing. Just so I can get those reviews, I'm trying to establish myself in this industry. Wow, what kind of an impact do you think you're, if you go to somebody with that kind of a passion and excitement, you're going to move the world to come and deliver to you. People are going to bend over backwards to help you if you are coming from a pure place and you're excited and you have something of quality to give and increase the value and the love and the joy of people in the world. Shine through your work with that positivity, that positive intention. That's inspiration. That's an inspired worker. And that's what's going to give you rave reviews. It's going to launch your whole gig. And and that pure energy is going to attract everything that you want in this world. Whether it's riches, whether it's fame, whether it's, it's improving the quality of other people's lives. Don't be so materialistic in your pursuits. Come from a place of, I want to fulfill 
my my mission in life. Everybody has a mission. Everyone has a purpose. What is your purpose? These are questions that I ask every day, and this is, this is where I work from, and this is why I've been able to see exponential growth in my online business is because of that mindset. The tactics of marketing, of putting those images, show, don't tell, write something that's, that speaks to your purpose, and then think from the perspective of your customer and answer every question that customer might, might have. If I'm doing a website for somebody, what are the questions that the person was going to ask? Well, is it quality? Have you done this before? How many people have you done this for? Are you well known? Has your results been very positive? If I'm doing an affiliate marketing class and I don't show the impact of the results of my affiliate marketing, then people are not going to be as excited to take the class. But if I do an affiliate marketing class and I show that I've been able to earn consistently $2,000 a month just from automatic ads that go through my blog, then people are going to be like, oh my goodness, how does this person do that? I want to learn the same thing. You're communicating through the power of showing rather than explaining in detail something for somebody else. That's it in a nutshell, and there's more tactics to it, but if you buy a book, there's a great book called Cash Advertising, which will teach you how to write copy that attracts people to purchase something. How to use emotion and sensory imagery in the way that you write. Think about think about creating an image in the person's mind. The better you the better and the clearer that image is, the brighter, the warmer, the larger people start to get those modalities and they experience it as you're telling. Sharing stories is another great way to create an image in somebody's mind. So there's tactical steps, there's strategies that you can use. All of the information is out there. It's just a matter of tapping into that inspiration, tapping into that knowledge source. And we're gonna go over it in this podcast and we're gonna go over it in other podcasts as well. Keep tuning into this because this is gonna make the difference in your Fiverr online presence and, and your ability to freelance. And by the way, I'm launching one of the greatest websites I think that the world's ever gonna see in terms of starting a freelance business. It's gonna be called the virtualfreelance.com and I'm gonna have a YouTube channel. I'm gonna have uh, a bunch of blogs in my website about every area of mastery from productivity to how to release and get through fear of getting started if you don't trust and don't have confidence in yourself. I'm gonna get into marketing strategy, affiliate marketing. I'm gonna get into sales. How do you close a sale? How do you communicate with a customer? And we're gonna be producing incredible content. I have a team of people that are gonna get behind this. So it's gonna be pretty insane. And if you're listening to this podcast, then you're one of the first people that's that's gonna be experienced to this and is gonna get the privilege of participating and growing this thing so that we can have a real impact on other people's lives. I want this to be community-based. I want it to help people from the start. Every product that you do, here's a final tip. Every product that you do is a representation of you and your brand. If you're gonna write an article or reach out to somebody, that communication is a product in itself. You want it to be polished. You want it to be error-free. You wanna be proud and stand behind it like it's a work of art, it's a creation of yours. 
It's your baby. It's, it's something that you've nursed and you've created out of the ether. You've pulled it out from the universe and you're offering to somebody else. Whether it's writing, whether it's this podcast, be intentional about creating and transforming people's lives, about adding more value than anybody else in the world. You want to blow people's mind with value. And I'm going to stop right there because this has been an amazing experience just sharing this with you guys. I'm so touched and I have so much gratitude that you're listening. And everybody that listens to this, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And I'm so excited to talk to you in the next one. Thanks. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Fiverr Secrets podcast. Today, we're talking all about motivation and productivity, how to get anything done that you set your mind to today and make it the most productive damn day that you're ever going to have. The way of productivity is a way of establishing rituals so that your day starts off in the most effective way that gives you energy, gives you focus, gives you drive, and really makes things incredibly flow throughout the day in your favor. So what are those rituals or those habits of success that you can start your day with that peak productivity, that maximize your effectiveness? The first thing that you should do when you wake up is drink some water, stay hydrated. Your body sweats out over the night a ton of water and you're in a dehydrated state when you wake up. Your brain is craving water, so hydrate, super hydrate. Drink two bottles of water if you can. Make sure that you're well hydrated when you start your day. If you're not already supplementing with some type of multivitamin or some type of help, whether it's a cognitive supplement, a nootropic, or something like fish oils, something that will give you that nutrition boost that may be deprived or missing from your diet. Make sure you're taking in all the right nutrients. So water, nutrients, and then the next thing to do is get some type of exercise. I like to make a ritual in the morning where I get on a treadmill or I go outside in nature and I walk. I listen to some insane pumping up, inspiring music, or I listen to an audio book and I feed my mind information. Feeding your mind and getting your body moving is gonna raise your frequency of vibration, your energy levels, and it's gonna start to set up those feelings of productivity and the that mindset of success that's going to then fuel into everything that you do shortly thereafter when you're done. Uh, Taking a shower afterwards and really grooming yourself to be the best and feel the best because you look the best. There's something that's related when you look and feel great, you're going to feel great because of the way that you look. You're You're showing that you're prideful in how you dress and the way that you take care of yourself. Putting that kind of pride in just simply getting dressed for the day is going to also feed and fuel all the things that you do there shortly thereafter. So these are a couple of things that I start my day with that really set the mood and set my mindset into productivity mode. Finally, when you're done with all this, and I know you guys know a lot of this stuff, but it's so great to hear it again because it reinforces those patterns in your mind of these are the things I know I need to do. It's not some novel thing that's out of the blue. You've never heard this before. But these are things that you have to revisit. And then ultimately, writing down everything that you need to do in the day in sequence 
as a to-do list. What I like to do is I like to sit down and I say, these are my top three goals for today. And I make three projects that I want to get done that day. Those are my laser focuses. I'm going to spend two to three hours on each of them if I have to. And a lot of times I'll finish them in 30 minutes or, or 20 minutes even. But I'll plan to block out two to three hours in some cases and I'll knock out those top three to-do lists, and then throughout the day, I'll re-update my to-do list. If I finish things early, then I'll say, well, I'm going to get these next three things done, or this next thing done. And then if you set yourself up a reward at the end of the day, well, if I get all of these things done, I'm going to reward myself by watching my favorite movie this this evening. I'm going to finish everything done, and watch my favorite show or movie, or I'm going to read 30 or 45 minutes, my favorite book. I'm going to play some video game. I'm going to go out in nature and breathe, breathe out loud, uh, breathe out in nature. So there's a lot of different things you can do to motivate yourself to be as productive as possible so you can get that reward at the end of the day. So these are just a couple of techniques and tools, guys, that can completely shift how you feel, completely shift how you start your day and how you can tap into that productivity mode and get more done. These are not revolutionary concepts, but if you try and start with something, then at the very least, follow a couple of these strategies and you'll see a whole different you show up. Now, a couple of other tips as macro level, because right now we're talking about micro strategy, but as a macro technique and macro philosophy, then the most important thing you can do is start to get your body healthy. If you're not in a healthy state right now, then routine exercise, doing some strength training three times a week, full body rotations, getting in that perfect nutrition and getting your body lean is going to give you so much fuel and so much energy that you're just going to be boundless every single day, overflowing and abundant with productivity from the sheer fact that your body is in such a great state. Taking care of your health is the number one thing that's going to overcome depression, anxiety, stopping yourself from from even getting started, brain fog. All these things clear away when you're in a healthy state. Now, there's some tactics that you can do to really shift. If you're having a hard time getting healthy, there's ways that you can, again, think about, go back to the last episode or the last segment where I talked about quality quantifiers. Try to associate pain with not changing, and ultimate pleasure with changing. That's another technique that, again, comes from Tony Robbins, But and I'll go through the psychology of pain and pleasure in shaping our behaviors, shaping our beliefs, uh, and, there, and there's strategy for beliefs, and I, I do want to save that for another episode on how do you reshape a belief and how do you change the way that you feel about certain things. You, you can do what's called neuroassociative conditioning, where you associate pain and pleasure at a neuro level inside of you, so it's in your nervous system, um, that's the ultimate way to shifting patterns of behavior. So we got into a lot of different topics today. I hope that some of these techniques and tools can shift what you do right away, but again, maximizing productivity can happen really easily by just making a couple of these shifts. Make sure that you're not just doing it for one or two days, but you're making permanent shifts because you've committed yourself to changing. You've made a new decision. You've burned the boats. You're going to do whatever it takes, and you've raised your standard of excellence. Guys, hope you have a great day, and see you in the next episode.